advisory to those who are not animal lovers, open to new ideas, or interested in integrative holistic healthcare for your pets, and believe that prescription diet is the best food for your pet. This podcast may offend your sensibilities. Have you ever felt frustrated and helpless after listening and doing everything your vet told you to do but it only made your sick pet worse and not get any better? That's me in 2008 with my first adopted cat, Meow. I did everything the vet told me to do and I realised she wasn't getting any better and only worse. So I decided to look into alternative health options and was drawn to the stories of holistic pet service entrepreneurs and their transformative journey, overcoming obstacles, chasing their passion and creating a movement that has caused a ripple effect of positive change in the lives of their clients and pets around the world. Join me as I share the raw, inspiring journeys of these amazing entrepreneurs, their successes and failures. My name is Amrys Wang, and this is The Raw Entrepreneur. Good morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are in the world right now. This is Amrys Wang of The Raw Entrepreneur. Today's episode is a catch-up with one of my favourite TCVM holistic vets, Dr. Josie Burg. She'll be sharing lots of woo stuff, so everyone's been warned, it may not be your cup of tea. And her new course that she's created and be launching very soon called Reverence. This is her story. Oh, it's been a while. I've been it's been talking. a long time. I've missed talking right? to you. How are you? <laughs> good, good. I'm great. How are you? Well, uh, I'm doing a three-day liquid fast. Today's my third day. <gasps> oh, boy. So you're you're expanded or something? Yeah, I mean, like I've Her been, name. I've been. Well, basically, I've been like, been trying to work on myself every day with something, mm-hmm. you know. Mm. And I've been sort of like doing this like food psychology program kind of thing to like, like you know, like look at my relationship with food, why I eat, mm-hmm. how I eat. You know, like your food devil, food angel kind of thing. And, uh-huh. you know, like, wow. are you eating out of emotional boredom or hunger? Or is it just because it's an empty stomach or you're dehydrated? You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> or, you're, or you're fucked yeah. up and you just need some comfort food, right? So <laughs> Exactly. I it, mean, this is kind of, I mean, we're already in this huge time of transformation. But in a way, it's a good time to do that. Like, I've just been digging in deep myself i love that you know i love that i love that so yeah so i'm on um day three of my liquid fast and i'm surprisingly still alive (laughs) i haven't quit yet which is kind of amazing since like my flatmate eats regularly you know she's not fasting yeah you know and there's there's that temptation so Uh like you know it's like you have the temptation of food around you but you know it's like yeah, I've actually managed to be a good girl. It's really wow. weird. It's really weird. So Once you get if you get into the rhythm of it and stick with it. I yeah. did a liquid fast for like 14 days once. Wow. I don't know whether I'll do it that long, but yeah. You know, three days, intense. three days is about, you know, like uh what they say is like when you can flip the switch kind of thing. 
you know, like in terms of cleaning and detoxing, because my body's going through a, a detox period as well. And, oh, yeah. And like, that'll put it in there. That'll kick yeah, that in. So, I mean, like, I've already given up caffeine, like, at least more than a year ago. I've given up, like, uh, I avoid processed sugar for quite a while now. And mm-hmm. I haven't been drinking milk for a while, but I've always had an addiction to cheese. Uh, and I love cheese. Yeah. yeah, and and I have to say, I think I think this time round, I'm actually, uh, like really like telling myself, no, I choose not to have cheese anymore. You mm-hmm. know, uh, mm-hmm. so it'll be interesting to see how that goes because it really requires a lot of shifting in how I eat. You know, especially if I go out. Uh, oh yeah that's that's the hardest part is if you go out yeah i mean like cooking at home is still pretty easy because you can control what you cook but if you go out and i mean like people like pizza and stuff like that you know (laughs) i like pizza too yeah so i i i'm not i'm not a i'm not a fantastic cook but there are you know i'm looking into like recipes in terms of like like Mm -hmm. alternative grain free and you know whatever that's good you know what uh, so are you doing just water what what fat what liquid what type of liquids so are you i do mainly water i do like herbal teas okay and so you can do some infusion yeah so i do because like, i've been i've been doing and i've been really into the the herbal infusions i was tulsi got me through this whole uh, pandemic thing yeah and i drink I've that been, as well now i've been doing nettles like right. i started in on the nettle infusion cool. and my body's just soaking it up okay it's um, interesting that i'll look into that because yeah. yeah. the thing is you know there's so many herbal herbal stuff that you can use for teas but the thing is how much water can i drink really in a day yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah. so yeah. but yeah i like i like herbal teas you know um yeah. i drink and um green smoothies i make like green yeah, smoothies okay. so good. it's not of like green leafy vegetables i actually mm-hmm blend a lot um so it's like that's not the um, the normal amount of vegetables i would eat in a day but i really yeah. like compact it so that Pack one cup in. one cup is you know quite dense nutrient wise um so it's been it's been cleansing but at the same time detoxing because like i've been getting like oh, yeah. like my eczema rash and you know like you know the, how they say when you're when you're detoxing and you're getting rid of all your old fat or whatever they call it and it has to come out. Yeah, somewhere. and and fucking hell, all that emotional stuff is coming out from like donkey years ago or something. <laughs> like I don't know what's going on. You, you might want to call it like menopausal or something, or like fucked up emo shit coming out. You'll get I, this one friend of mine. She was a naturopath, and she would say her brain worms would start coming out <laughs> so, of the brain. So like you know? besides like physical being physically tired and everything, right? Like you, I have like yeah. sometimes like high energy and then low energy, and then I would yeah. have like really tired. Then other times I'll have these like mood swings, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like trying to be very <laughs> self-aware of what the fuck's going on with myself. But I realize that I am unfucking myself because it's a lot of crap that's coming yeah. out. So it's it's very interesting because I was told that some crap will come out from even like decades ago. Because oh, yeah. And I'm the type that I buried yeah. a lot of a lot of feelings, like you know, like I packed it in, 
all these years because <laughs> yeah. I don't want to deal with it, right? We, yeah, <laughs> we all do. I mean, I'm unpacking. I'm I'm literally. I used to do a lot. I used to do a fast like that every single year, and I haven't mm. done one in a long time. But right now, I'm doing. I did a um, reishi mushroom right, 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 right. So I took nothing but like reishi mushroom for a full thirty days. Did you cook it or do you drink it? I took the I took the flower essence of it. Right. I took the tincture. Okay. I made it into broths. So I cut up the mushroom and put it in broths along with um, I made a really good reishi tea with some nettles and other things in it and drank that. But then I and then I switched from the reishi over to the nettles. And that's a whole different nettles are very tonifying and nourishing. But they right. they detox at the right. same time. <laughs> okay, because I actually have yeah. I think I have some nettle leaves somewhere, somewhere. Because I, I, I usually buy a lot of like tea leaves, you know, like I, I just buy uh-huh. from iHerb. But because I go, to, I can't go through all all the time, so I just try to like take one bag and then go through. Store. Yeah, rotate. Yeah, yeah, I rotate it. So. I mean, like, if you found the nettle has been really, really helpful, I, I might start on that Try rotation it. next round yeah. and see how it goes. Because what I do is I'll, I make a cup of tea when I go to bed at night. So I take the nettles and I right. take just maybe a quarter of a cup in a strainer and put in a small canning jar. Right. And then fill that up with hot water and I let it sit all night long. And so then the next morning, it's this beautiful golden liquid and I drink it as iced tea throughout the day. I just drink that whole jar of it. Ah, interesting, interesting. Yeah. Okay. But that's what's, what I'm doing right now, but it's good. It's, you know. Yeah. So reverence. Reverence. It is happening. It Tell is me about it, man. Happening. <laughs> um, oh my goodness. I, this has been a long time coming because years ago, when I first got on social media, I was like, something's got to change. We're like missing this whole piece of the puzzle. And then I was going to do a whole program just on the five elements. Well, because of, like we said, this year of transformation, I've been taking some really deep dives into my inner and this frequency came through Mm. and it's a very um, feminine feminine like divine feminine frequency and I woke up with one morning with the word reverence on my lips and as soon as that came through I was like what what is this I just started hearing it everywhere and I'm going to take (laughs) take a small group of people on a medicine walk with their animal through the seasons of the year there's going to be five modules and each module is going, to, is going to align with one of the five elements from traditional Chinese medicine. So right. we're, yeah, so we're going to do, um, I'm going to have the opening circle is actually next Friday. And that's a free webinar for anybody to join in to feel like they feel if they feel called or not. And this is actually came out of a way that I've really lived my own life and my own spiritual path, but I've deepened it I really leaned into it you know last spring when all hell broke loose with COVID I really leaned into my own spiritual path and then I realized through this year my own my own personal sphere has changed very little 
I feel very lucky. I mean, I've, I've been able to lead my life in a way that, um, you know, has been my very mildly disrupted considering everything that's been going on. So I think that that's, and part of it is because of my spiritual path and with the animals. So our animals, so many people are lacking that. And it's a piece that, you know, there's a lot of people out there, they're doing work like, like you and, and, and looking at their nutrition now and they're doing shadow work and they're doing trauma work. And a lot of people are doing ancestor work. But after doing all this internal work, we have to reach out and have a context within which to live our lives in the external, right? And the external world right now is a big disaster. <laughs> it's kind of like the whole entire earth is going through its own detox process. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. And there's fires and wars and earthquakes and climate change and all this stuff going on. Like the earth is purging itself mm -hmm. out. So if we can, if we can find our way back to an earth centered, I mean, the earth is our support system as well. So my whole thing is that most people's only connection with nature anymore, they're not, most people don't even know where their food comes from, or it comes from halfway across the globe. So their only connection to nature right now is our, is our animals these dogs and cats, it could even be birds. It could be somebody who's into snakes. It might be somebody who had a, a heart animal that passed, that died, and yet they're still connected to them on the spiritual realms. But these animals are there for us to lead us back to Gaia, back to the earth. And um, so they're gonna be our guides on this journey. 10 months wow that sounds very yeah. cool and you yeah. just it came to you last year it came to me last fall and it's been coming through and honestly i've been getting so many messages i've been carrying around a notebook with me because you know it always comes to me while i'm like in the shower or i'm driving or i'm sitting there eating or i'm at a stoplight or whatever but i've been just making notes just downloaded messages and the whole thing is is <clears throat> make it I don't know how woo woo you want to get with this all the way this is all the way okay so I I have been working with a um she's a priestess of the Av an Avalon priestess who lives over in Glastonbury and she follows that path of King Arthur and the Avalon mystery school and I was working with her with doing some divine feminine work and I had a reading with her because the in, in different schools of thought, I, I, it actually came up in another conversation today. The dragons are waking up. The dragons are waking up. And um, the dragons are, are the ley lines of the earth. But part of this earth, like detoxing and transforming, they're coming back up and, and being felt and known to a lot of people. And so I had a reading with her about that because I'm, I'm getting like chills <laughs> down my back right now talking about it. Um, because they were, they were, yeah, it was an interesting history about dragons. Um, but when I did the reading with her, she saw me way back in Atlantis as a teacher 
and back way and and this even you know in our human history it's kind of a repetitive cycle where we can be very in contact with the natural world um you know talking to the plants talking to the animals talking to the trees and i would teach students how to connect with these other realms so that we can live in balance with them and we saw literally i saw a whole council table coming together and representatives from the herbal realm representatives from the trees representatives from the animals from the fish from the birds coming together and saying okay this is what's going on how can we adjust things this is getting a little out of balance here and humans had a place at that table we weren't separated from it and something came along and multiple times actually if we really go back in history and made us and i think it's part of the great illusion it made us feel like we were separated from the world of earth and from nature like we were somehow aliens that landed here and we could just use everything up as resources. And it was, you know, like a giant grocery store or something, but it wasn't always like that. And there's still evidence that it wasn't always like that in a lot of in, in, in indigenous tribal people that still live like that. And over, I've been really lucky because over the years I've been in contact with those people, not out of, I didn't go out and say, well, I'm going to meet them and I'm going to meet them. It just showed up. So I even sat, there's a tribe in Colombia that lives way up on the mountains, the Kigo. I hope I'm saying that right, people. And they, they finally came down off there. Nobody really even knew they were living up there. And they came down off their mountaintop about 15 years ago, 20 years ago, to talk to their little brothers, which are all of us down here, to tell us, we need to get our acts together because we're endangering everything and everybody, not just endangering our other humans, but we're endangering all these other species. So we need to get our acts together. And one of their, they, one of their representatives that they sent down the mountain happened to come to Miami. And I just happened to find, I think a client of mine said, Oh, there's this really interesting guy. He's meeting over in some, coffee shop in Doral and I went over there and I ended up spending I ended up spending about three hours with him just sitting by the beach one night talking very little but just connecting heart to heart um, so <clears throat> I think you know underlying this whole pandemic I think it was really there's a big spiritual message there where we were literally like, you, you guys are all going to your rooms, you're grounded. We gotta get the earth needs a break, you know? Mm. And so we can't just <laughs> come, I think as if we come out of this and people do it the wrong way, they're gonna get slapped right back down, you know? So that was another reason all of this came through and I'm really feeling, I'm feeling the call. I'm feeling the call from the trees. I'm feeling the call from actually even the, the fae, the fairies, the plant divas. Um, and so I'm, I'm putting it together and 
<laughs> we're gonna, you know, hopefully people will come on board just with, and I want it to be just a really fun experience just to get back to our childlike curiosity. You know, when your mom would like kick you out the door and say, go play in the park, go climb a tree and go do something like that and really get back to that and bring some joy back in our lives and be healthy and connect at a deeper level with our animals form those heart connections with our animals and learn how to learn how to sit and listen to them and actually hear them and hear what they're telling us because they're communicating with us all the time sometimes they're knocking us over the head you know yeah so, so. how long how long is this course going to be well, it's going to be in five modules right. and each module is going to be two months long. So wow. the summer is going to kick off in June and July, but it's going to be spread out. So we're going to do, we're going to do, I'm going to do a live zoom call to introduce the module for that season. Right. And then there's going to be a PDF that's going to have, um, you know, I'm going to go into some traditional Chinese medicine with it. I'm going to um, have activities, recipes, food suggestions. And then for each module, I'm going to have a plant ally and a stone ally because the stones are our grandma grandfather's the stones have encoded ancient, ancient knowledge. And when we use the stones, we start reprogramming our DNA at the Jing level. You know, the ancient Taoists did a lot of stone medicine. So for each module, there's gonna be a stone and a plant we work with. Now people, if they don't wanna work with that plant, if something else comes through, by all means go with that. But um, we're gonna be working and I'm gonna have instructions on things to do. And so we're gonna be taking that medicine of that plant and stone along with giving it to our animal. So we'll start resonating on that frequency together with the season because the stone right now, it's probably gonna come through to me as each module goes and it may change depending upon what's happening in the world. I mean, things change day by day anymore. Mm. But for the fire element in summer, we're going to start out with rose because it's the most high vibe flower, it opens up the heart and rose quartz. So we can open the heart and get that get that flow going because the way that we communicate with other species is through our heart centers mm. so we have to drop out of our minds and drop back down into our heart and so so each module is going to have one of those and then we're going to have a, a q a or i'm probably going to have a recorded meditation for people to do and activities for people to do. And even if you hopefully get outside, but even if you can't get outside, I want people to like get a plant or a baby tree and put it on your windowsill and, and nurture it every day, connect with it every day. You know, so there's gonna be simple things like that. And then it's kind of, it's, it's evolving <laughs> even today, it's, it's evolving because I'm going to put it on, I wanted it off Facebook. I wanted it on its own private network. So it's gonna be on Mighty Networks. Um, I, always, I already have a moderator. So it's gonna be a very strong boundary container, but a very safe container. 
So like, I like Mighty Networks. I like them. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to have like a, we're going to have a news feed and then I'm also going to collaborate. I've already got a whole list of collaborators. So I'm going to bring on, I'm going to do interviews and then I'm going to have other people doing classes on there. So I know a, a five element acupuncturist here who does Qigong classes online. So we're going to have her do a Qigong class for each element. Wow. I just met an animal communicator who will help moderate she wants to be involved um some herbalists um so we're and um, i have another young veterinarian who is trained in the wise woman herbal ways and her whole concept is to treat the children of the family and the animals and the whole family using herbal medicine and infusions so she's going to be involved as well this is this has been it's been a dream it's been a long time coming it, but it's um yeah I mean, a long time ago, before I even, when I was trying to decide what I wanted to do with my life, mm -hmm. before I went to vet school, I, before I'd made that decision, my overriding passion was to improve the relationships human, humans have with other life forms on this planet. Mm -hmm. We gotta turn it around because we take and take and take and take and it's not, it's not supporting, it's not sustainable, you know. Hence reverence. So. Hence reverence with reverence. If we have to get, you know, it's, we've already been forced down on our knees for God's sake, mm. you know? And, and sometimes like, it's like we're going in the sweat lodge. Sometimes you have to be forced down on your knees with your nose in the dirt, praying, you know, mm. to have humility, to turn things around. So, so who, so, so, what kind of person uh, would be interested in your course? I mean, like, who, who, who would you be? Who's your ideal member that you're looking for? My ideal member is somebody who's, who loves animals and who is, you know, it's probably somebody who's had that really strong heart connection with an animal and maybe gone through their own health issues, but they're looking at their life and they know there's something more <laughs> to life than what they have. And they're looking for a broader perspective. Um, they may be on a spiritual path. They may have done a lot of inner work, but then, you know, you can do all this work. It's like what you're doing with your fast and all these emotions coming up and processing, but then you look outside yourself and you're like, well, the world's falling apart. What good is it doing? And I was always told it's like we if we change what's inside of us the outer will change but it doesn't happen at the snap of the fingers we have to start building relationships with that outer we have to start building relationships with that great web of life and that's one reason i love the five elements because we are not we are part of that web and we need to come back into right relationship with the animals in our life, with the animals that we eat, with the chickens that lay our eggs, with our plants, with our vegetables, how it's grown, with the very soil that the plants are grown in, those microorganisms. Those microorganisms in our soil that make it healthy are a reflection of our own microbiomes in our body, of the microbiomes in our own guts. So as we improve the microbiomes in our guts, we have to start looking at the soil and say, well, 
you know, and, and in a way by doing like diet, by buying organic, by buying non-GMO, by being aware of, of the health of the soil, then we build that relationship. And it's all about, you know, in Chinese medicine, it's all about relationships. And we need, and, and here we are, you know, we're sitting on all these Zoom calls, which we're making really cool relationships, but there's, there's deeper relationships that we need to form. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So like how how old do you think a person has to be to join your, your course? I mean, like you said, like an age age limit. It could be limit. a kid. I would love to have some kids in there. Okay. Children are like the best. I have a little girl next to me and she's got a little garden going and she comes out. I walk with her in the park all the time. And she's like, look at this cool rock I found. And I found this weed and what is it? And we identify it. So it could be anywhere from a child and their mother going through it together. Okay to somebody in in the in their elder years to i know a lot of i'm part of a community where there's a lot of millennials who are getting very into paganism and witchcraft and nature you know spiritual paths of following nature and i'm gonna advertise this all over there because it's all tied in you know um, so anybody interested in that, but to get what I wanted, uh, intentionally, I wanted to ground people, you know, there's all this talk about being sovereign and being embodied in all of these circles. The way to be embodied is to feel your feet on the earth, to know what trees live around your house. Mm. You know, my whole thing is, is I will be on if, you know, if there's a major, major, major stuff going down, which we have major stuff going down right now, I will take the side of the trees any day, you know, as my protectors, as my anchor, um, you know, they can go through hurricanes and be buffeted this way and that, but they're, they're attached into that ground. And so we're going to, I'm going to do some tree work, have a meditation to really connect in, connect in with the tree kingdom. Um, so yeah, any, anybody and from any, you know, any walk of life really, mm -hmm. but they have to be open. They want to open, open their hearts and really be curious and see how their personal life, how their health interfaces with the greater, with the greater ecosystem. Mm. And, and anyone from around the world can join? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody from around the world can join. Just have to speak English, right? <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I'm not going to have <laughs> translators. I might have some translators, but yeah, anybody can join. Or if somebody wants to come on and translate, that, that would be awesome. You know, that would be awesome. Okay, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. And, and when, when is Reverence going to be launched? Um, I'm doing uh, the opening circle. I consulted with my astrologer and there's a really special portal next Friday between one and two o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm going to be doing the opening circle then and talking more about it and what's involved with it. And we're opening registration then. And registration will probably be open for about 10 days. And depending upon what we get, we may, it will close again until the next module starts up. 
but I highly, highly recommend starting at the beginning with the fire element because we're going to be doing some foundational work in there, like okay. opening the heart that's going to follow with, you know, it's going to unfold every year. So uh, over the years, so fire is summertime and we're going to open the heart. We're going to move into late, late summer harvest when the gardens start producing all the food and that's the earth element. So that's nourishment, digestion, working with that microbiome. And then the season of autumn is letting go, <laughs> letting go of all the stuff that we no longer need to carry with us. Mm. And then December and January is the element of water, which is going deep down inside. It's, it's taking that hibernation path and really going, doing some deep inner work. It's the time of dying, but I'm going to do, I'm a death doula as well. Death is, death is part of life. And that's, we have, we have shoved death off to the far corners and now we're pur being purged with death. I mean, look at India right now. It, it, we can no longer ignore death as being part of life because it's in our faces. So if we start working with it and we acknowledge it on a daily basis, we're not gonna run into these issues where all of a sudden it's like, like a giant abscess being lanced mm -hmm. and hundreds of thousands of people dying at once. You know, it's part of, it's just showing what's going on is showing us the imbalances. So, so that would be, that would be like winter, right? Winter, exactly. So we're going to be doing, but it can be such a fertile time because it's like concentrating your energies and going back into the womb and, and planting the seed, really figuring out, you know, coming, dreaming. It's the dream time when we have time to do that in the winter. And then next spring, like February and March, it's going to be the time of wood. So it's going to be a huge rebirth coming out and that's why i was gonna start it with spring and then things didn't spirit didn't work that way so i think it's gonna be because i didn't want to it would be horrible to end it in winter in that cocoon and then not know what's coming next but we're gonna end it with the spring where we burst where the seeds germinate and burst forth so basically yeah. you're going to be releasing a module each um one two mod, months like once every two months kind of thing mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. Technically, if people join now, they will ideally start with how you want the course to really like yeah. the, the experience yeah. that you want them to go through. Yeah. Right. The journey. Yeah. So, so if they can't, they can always take the next, the, the next module, which yep. will be in two months. Well, yeah. In the third in month. In August. August. Right. Yeah. yeah August, yeah. September. Yeah. Okay. Ah, interesting. And I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a payment plan, so you know you can pay by the module. You'll get a a discount if you get all five modules. Right. But then you can also have a payment plan, and I'm offering um you know I'm offering some bonuses if you get all five of them because I do make I have I have from Molly and me my flower essence company I have the elemental um, elixirs already made up for each element. So if you sign up for all five elements, I'm offering a bottle of that, of my wildcrafted tincture to take during that time and a stone. Wow. Stone. 
Nice. Nice. Oh my gosh. It sounds really good. It sounds very exciting. I just wanted, yeah, I want it to be fun and nourishing and just, and to build community. You know, we're, we've gotten so, so many of the communities, there's all this fighting and squabbling. And I think it's because we're so self-centered. We need mm-hmm. to open our horizons and, you know, make some friends outside of the human species. And then maybe we won't be so fighting so much with our, with each so- other. So like each module, which is two months long, is it going mm-hmm. to be, would it be like a lesson every day kind of thing? I, what I'm going to do, people can take with it however they want to do. Okay. I'm going to have recommended daily practices. Okay. Because I have my like alchemical journal that I keep every day. And I've been doing that. I, I was doing it off and on. And then when everything went down, I was like, I'm going to do this every day. And I've been doing it every day for a year and it's really helped ground me. So there's certain, you know, keeping a dream journal, looking at, looking at just the position of the sun and the moon every day. What is the sun and the moon doing? Where are we at in the moon cycle? And there's a lot of information here. So I don't want people to be overloaded. But if you just notice, if you just start noticing where the moon is at, that can change, change your life. You know? because it, Wow. It, it really sounds like this course is like, like a culmination of your life journey of whatever you've been studying and learning on your own. And you're sort of it like is. putting it together in this module to, you know, like these five modules to, to really share with everyone, yeah. you know, yeah. what you've been doing. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, it is. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> now I know yeah. why I couldn't get you all the time, you know. I did email you so many times and I didn't hear back from you. And I thought, oh, gosh, uh, am, am I being ghosted? Is that what they call it? Ghosted? <laughs> you, get your, you know what? I have to do something about my email. I'm going to have to start a whole nother email account because that like, they get buried. <laughs> yeah, no, I would never ghost you. I would never oh, ghost you. But, you know, I'm so glad that we, we managed to at yeah. least connect. And, and, yeah. and it's yeah. funny because I always believe that whatever happens, happens for a reason. Oh yeah. The timing and everything, yep. you know, like what, like ideally what we think is the perfect time and it doesn't work out, but it's like the way the universe sort of like guides us and you realize that hey, oh, yeah. it was meant to be this way. Yeah. You know, there's forces larger than us. Yeah. Sometimes we just have to sit back and, and I like, you know, sometimes I have to say, okay, I'm on this for the ride, <laughs> you know, but yeah. Oh my goodness. So you're going to be like uber busy for the next 10 months. Yeah, it's not going to be. I mean, I, th- I think it's going to be fun though. It's mm. going to be fun. You know, I've been starting to get, I'll tell you, veterinary medicine is just, I needed something to uplift my own heart because I, I don't know what it's like here, but over here in the States, because of the whole pandemic, mm. it's been people having to sit in parking lots for three to four hours while their animals are inside clinics. They can't be with them when they're being put to sleep. They're being misdiagnosed, underdiagnosed, overdiagnosed. Their big pharma is just pounding the drugs into them. I had a dog, I had a dog on trazodone, gabapentin, tramadol, galapran, and there was another one that was so drugged up he couldn't even stand on his four feet Mm. and we had to put him to sleep 
I couldn't even tell what was wrong with him. It was so dark. So, and I have people, my phone is ringing off the hook for people begging for help for their animals. And I just, it's, it's too overwhelming, you know? It just gets really overwhelming. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to animals and the sickness and everything, you, you will absorb a lot of that negativity as well. You have a final way to like get rid of it or else it will really yeah. drag you down, you know? Yeah. You know, and, and I just see my profession. It's just taking these, it's just, it's almost like it's gone. It's been wiped out. Mm. And I've talked to several older vets that graduated when I did. And, and then, and the younger vets are under pressure. They're mm. killing themselves. You know what? Something's wrong. <laughs> you know, <laughs> something's really wrong. I had to talk somebody off the cliff three days ago because she went in. She's a client of mine, and I said, you know, her cat. I can't get blood from her cat at home because the cat goes crazy. So I said, go take the cat into the clinic and get just get the blood work done. Well, they told her her cat had kidney failure and was going to die. And I looked at the blood work, and there was no the kidney values were totally normal. Yeah. I mean, there's just weird stuff going on. So she was in a panic and hysterical and, and they, and they didn't, they left her a message on the phone and said, look up this website on kidney failure. They didn't even talk to her in person about what was happening. And then I look at the blood work and I'm like, they, did they miss, you know, it's crazy out there. It's just really. Mm, signs of the times, things are going crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Things are going crazy. You know, there was Black Elk Speaks. If you've never read any book, if you ever read any book on Native Americans, you should read Black Elk Speaks. And it was, he was an old time Lakota medicine man. And he, his prophecy was we were going to come to a time where the, the trees were going to be upside down. The root ball of the tree was going to be sticking up in the air with no leaves on it. And the rest of the tree was going to be underground. And when we saw that happening, when things were that turned upside down, mm -hmm. we were going to know we were like in this big, I forget what he called it. It was, it was like a time of great cleansing, you know, but there's so many prophecies like the, the Hopi tribes, they started calling their people home in 2012 they said it's time to come back to the mesa and start growing food because really challenging times are going to be upon us yeah yeah, yeah. i mean in sick, it, yeah i, I it, it's kind of crazy right now it really is yeah yeah people are scared there's a lot of fear and and that's the other thing is i i want people <laughs> to turn off the propaganda that's coming on our television screens and connect in with our true life support system. Our true life support system is this planet. It's, it's the plants that grow our vegetables, our food. It's, it's, it's the sky, it's the sun, it's the clouds, it's the planets, it's you know, the moon. And we need to, because the more we feed on the propaganda, on the illusion that they keep pumping out and pumping out and pumping out, the more we give energy to that. And it, it creates so much fear and freezes people up. 
instead of going out and living their lives in a different manner, you know? So, I mean, it's interesting. I'm, I'm in Florida, our governor here. I'm actually, I never thought I would kind of like our governor here, but our governor here is literally like, don't let anybody tell you what you can and can't do. You know, it's been open here. I don't know what it's like over. I don't know. You know, you're in Singapore, right? Yeah. Have you been like in lockdown or? Well, we no. were we were opening up. We were opening up this year, and but because of the, you know, the the Indian strain that's the yeah. COVID strain that's coming from India, uh, yeah. it's hit it's hit Singapore really badly. So when oh, we it? only had maybe wow. from zero cases like almost every day to like maybe one or two in the community. Um, suddenly we're getting like 10, 20 cases a day now. Like it's been, okay. it's you know, rising. it's rising. Uh-huh. So they have, they have um, imposed stricter, I won't say a total lockdown, but stricter movements. And like, mm-hmm. you can only have like, say five people visiting your home. Okay. Oh, not visiting your home, sorry. Like if you're in a group it's a gathering. Yeah, a gathering. It yeah. has to be five. Um, mm-hmm. that was that was last time. That was like a few weeks ago or just yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I think this week because you're really dense, pop- yeah. it's densely yeah. populated. There, so too. so now we're only allowed to two people together. From wow. it used to be eight and then five, wow. and then now it's two. Wow. So now only two people, and you can only have two people visiting your home now. Wow. Because wow. and you have to wear your mask unless you're exercising, you know, uh, uh-huh. physical exertion. Then you can uh-huh. take off your mask. But once you've cooled down, put your mask on. So they uh-huh. they it's they haven't said lockdown yet. But everyone, if you can work from home, you work from home. Yeah. Because it was really we started to open up. So people like going to the pubs, yeah. going to the restaurants, yeah. and you know it was like mingling and. And then the string. So I, I, I look at it as a second wave coming yeah. in now, which I sort of like, well, I knew it was going to come anyway, the second wave at some point, yeah. you know. Because uh, there was a second wave that went through the UK. It's very interesting because we have been, if, if you came down to South Florida right now, you wouldn't think that anything was going on. It's wow. really bizarre. Now, if, if, you know, I'm just wondering, well, God, you know, maybe if this one of these strains comes through here and hits now, it could get really bad, but we have never seen, we haven't seen that. Mm. So it's almost like we're in this weird bubble of experimentation <laughs> with the whole scenario, but there's a lot of strange things going so on. So you're, you're not compelled to take the vaccination, right? Oh, I'm not taking the vaccine. It's I don't call it a vaccination, and I correct anybody who calls it a vaccination. It's not a vaccination. But you're not. It's not mandatory it's, for you. You don't. You, no. They don't force it on no. you, right? No. And luckily, our governor for the state of Florida has actually banned any kind of vaccine passport or anything like that. He said anybody can come here, and you don't need any paperwork. There's wow. no no deal with paperwork. That whole paperwork thing brings chills to me. It's like going back to the days of the Nazis in Germany. So, so how about quarantine and stuff when you travel in? Do you have to quarantine? In Florida, no. Mm. Okay. No. Hmm. No. There, it's it's interesting. That's what I mean. If a strain comes through here, we can all, if it's bad, but you know, it's it's hmm. it's. There's a lot. We can be outside a lot here too, and there's a lot of sunshine. And viruses don't like. 
they don't like the heat. And they like Florida's quite a big space, right? I mean, you, you well, Miami's pretty condensed. Like right now, all of Manhattan has moved down to South Beach in Miami, Florida. So it's packed full of people. And I mean, I went, there was a gym, there was probably 25, 30 people in the small gym and nobody had a mask on. Wow. All of the restaurants are full out open. All the bars are open. The clubs are having parties. There's big party boats on the bay um it's full on open here. and how about your cases um, your numbers the numbers the numbers are actually going down hmm. now there are some back you know the vaccine the the genetic experiment is with mrna is happening hmm. um do you but, do you think it's because majority of people in florida tend to be healthier no, because no. there's there's people here from all over the world. Right. We're this weird melting pot. I mean, we've got flights coming in from Brazil. We've got from Argentina, from Chile, from Central America, from Mexico, from Europe. We had from Asia. We've got flights. You know, it's a big melting pot. Mm. It's a big melting pot here. That's yeah. interesting. That's it's in very interesting, but I feel like it came through. I feel like I had it. I was really sick over January 2020, that New Year's. Mm -hmm. I was so sick. I was actually having thoughts that I was going to die. Mm -hmm. I was, I had a fever that was so high. I was hallucinating that I was on like a World War I battlefield and was dying mm -hmm. and burning up. But then, and a bunch of people got really sick then and they were calling it. I know people that ended up in the hospital with pneumonia back then. So I feel a part of me feels like, and then they came out with this COVID thing. And every time I would look at the symptoms of it at that point in time, like the early symptoms, I'm like, that's exactly what happened to me. I even got had the GI symptoms and I and it wiped my energy out for about six weeks. I was taking tons of herbs, going to my acupuncturist. And I even almost went in and got an x-ray done on my lungs because I was short of breath. I was having trouble going up like about six, six stairs. So you and might I'm have like, got it. You might I have think got it. I, I think it swept through here mm. over the holiday season because we have a large Asian community here. My acupuncturist actually, she was going to go home for Chinese New Year in February and her mother in China, like she couldn't say anything, but she said, don't come home. No, come home. No, come home. Mm. Because the shutdowns were already happening there. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. You know, because she was planning her flight in January and the shutdowns, they were already having problems there. Yeah. And so I think it came through here early. Mm. I really do. Well, but. it's great that you recovered naturally. Yeah. Without yeah. any, you know, so-called well there's this there's yeah i could go on and on about this virus there's some strange things with that it does to the immune system that i don't think is i think is has been modified and mess you know genetically manipulated mm. well i mean there's lots of theories about covid where it's come from is it natural yeah. is it man-made um but you know what, what whatever the source i actually think it's it's like well the human race is being called naturally yes. <laughs> you know we're being called as yes. as what we do with the with the animals in the wild we're culling we're being called now uh you know and 
not and it's happened before yeah pandemics there's a whole subset in the ancient ancient literature from of tcm chinese medicine they talk about epidemics and pandemics and how to deal with them you know Mm -hmm. so it's not anything new Mm. that happens but well i i think one of the best things about covid last year for me was that it it gave me the time and the space to really dig into myself, look into myself, like really like yes. work on myself for once instead of yes. using whatever outside environmental <laughs> influence on me, you know, that I don't have mm-hmm. the time. Now I actually made the time, you know, because mm-hmm. if you think about it, we all have the same time. It's how, it's how <laughs> we look at it and how we, what we how do, we use it, how we use it, you know, and, yeah. And, it's, and it's like, yeah, I, I really enjoyed last year. I mean, like, I actually, yeah, I actually, ironically, I know it's going to sound weird, but I actually enjoyed the peace and quiet. <laughs> no, I totally did. That I, I love, I love taking long walks with my dog and not meeting the, anyone. Yes. <laughs> Yes. And that's part of the reason I birthed this program out of that so that we can keep that up because I spent hours with my dogs. I found these, you wouldn't think there would be any like nature trails in South Florida. I found these secret forests that I never even knew existed with these amazing flowers and things blooming and growing in them. Yeah. I found like sacred Indian ceremonial grounds like in my neighborhood that I never knew were there. Wow. You know? Yeah. So going so. back to your modules and reverence, right? Do does your student need to prep things? Because you're talking about like, you know, plant energy and, and, and medicine and and tea. No, and- you're gonna get instructions on things to do. You don't okay. need to prep anything. Yeah. yeah. So cause yeah. cause like, you know, like like some of the things that you talk about, I might not be familiar with because I'm on the other yeah. side of the world. Yeah, yeah. But they're, they're going to they're gonna be pretty easy things to get, you okay. know, like you can, I'm going to give, I'm going to give a whole list of resources. So like for, for the fire element, you pretty much either even need some source of roses. That can be roses from your local flower guy down on the corner. Right. It could be like you could order, um, you can find those really beautiful roses from like Chinese tea shops that to put in tea. Um, you could get a rose elixir. You could make your own rose flower essence. Just have the flowers around you. And a small piece of rose quartz. Nice. As a stone. That's all you need. Nice. And we're going to do the magic just with that. Wow. Yeah. Wow, I'm so thankful and grateful that you took the time to listen to this podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could subscribe, download, rate, review, and share this with others whom you care about that may enjoy it as well. Thank you, and remember to be kind to yourself and others. Have a awesome day, everyone.